Okay, babes, it's Kayla Craft with the Mommy Millionaire Podcast. I'm a mom of three littles, ER nurse turned self-made millionaire and lifestyle entrepreneur. I am bringing you inspiring stories, business and mindset tips to help you be shameless in pursuing your ambitions. Hey, Mommy Millionaires. Welcome to this special episode with my good friend, Lizzie. And we're going to talk all things momhood, business, and maybe some other things. We'll see. Don't get too cheeky around here. (laughs) Okay. So, aw, such beauties. Thank you. And we're also recording this live on Instagram just because that's the fun way to do it. So, Lizzie, for everybody that's watching and listening in right now, can you kind of give them a background into why you're on the Mommy Millionaire show? No, I'm on the Mommy Millionaire because I'm a mommy and an entrepreneur and um, I think it's really amazing for women to who have children to take back their lives. You know, I think there's a there's a little thing about women where we kind of feel guilty for taking back our lives. Um, and as mothers, we feel guilty for doing it. And we shouldn't because women have so much to offer the world and other women. And we're such empowering creatures and we have so much love to give. And we have a different take on business. I think we have a different approach. Women are just really beautiful creatures. And I am on the Mommy Millionaire podcast to, you know, hang out with Kayla and talk about how to make every mommy out there a millionaire. Okay. So you guys, she has a very successful swimwear line and she's opening up a second one coming out with a children's book. I'm so excited. And then there's lots more that she's up to that we can't talk about because we can't have you guys sign NDAs. That's right. Um, So, but it's really fun to have just like so many things going on. And I thought, you know, how do you, how are you a mom of two and starting a new business? Like, what does that look like? How do you get everything done? It's chaos. It's chaos. Um, I don't know if you guys know that um, I've been going through a divorce um, on top of everything else. So my life is pretty much chaos right now. But, you know, you you just, you, you figure it out. You have all these little spaces in between being a mom, in between being a friend, in between being, you know, at the gym, working out, doing what you have to do. And there's something about women. We can multitask. I, I can do 27 things at one time, believe it or not. And I'm pretty sure you can too. So yeah, I'm starting a men, a men's line and a little boy's line because I have male inspiration all around me. I have got little boys um, and I don't have little girls. And so, you know, I know the problems for little boys and their swimming trunks, especially when they're tall like bean poles and they ha- tie the little, their, the thing, the tie tight on their shorts and then yes. they go swimming and then it gets soaking wet and then they have to go to the bathroom and then they're screaming because they did a double knot and they can't get it off and they need mommy. So I'm like, wait a minute, I got to fix this problem. So, um, and I also I'm always taking my children's shorts and pants in to be altered. I'm like, who takes like all of their kids, six-year-old and seven-year-old children's pants into the seamstress. And I spend way too much time there. So, and that was one of the reasons why I started a swimsuit line is because I'm a lot bigger here than I am on my hips and I could never find anything that fit. So that was my thing. So now my children are, you know, Christian is six, five, I'm five, seven. They're very tall and they're very thin. (laughs) And so nothing fits right. And Kingston will spend all morning, you know, trying to figure out something to wear. We get in fits over it. And 
when we go you know, shopping for board shorts, it's always an issue. So there's a need for this product in my life. So, yeah. Okay. I love that because really an entrepreneur is always just solving problems. And that's all that you did. You had this problem and you're like, I'm not going to like leave it up to chance that somebody else solves the problem for me. You just decided you were going to solve the problem. Right which I love. And that brings me to my next point. Uh, What is it that you think is the most important thing as an entrepreneur to focus on when you're marketing your business? I think the first thing that you need to know is your target market. It's literally the most important thing. If you don't know who you're selling to, then who are you selling to? And that is the first and most important thing that you need to figure out. I love this. We talk all the time about that. And we actually have a branding questionnaire on mommymillionaire.co. So if you guys don't know who you're talking to, head over to mommymillionaire.co and download that free branding worksheet. And it helps you figure out exactly who you're talking to and really understanding your avatar's problems are the most important thing that you could be doing right now. And uh, what I think is really cool about what you do, Lizzie, is you're a fantastic connector. And a lot of people listening in right now, that's their number one problem is that they have this fantastic idea, but they don't have the network. They don't have the connections that they need. So what would be like your top tips for people that need to build their network? They're starting from ground zero. What would be some tips? Okay. So I started working with um, a life coach about five, six months ago. And one of the first things that he told me about networking was Every day, talk to five people, no matter what you're doing. Make that phone call, do that email, connect five people every day and not just, you know, paying your credit card or talking to something, you know, that you have to do that's a chore. Literally go out of your way to talk to five people. And you know what? Just literally doing that, you don't even know the the roads and the paths that you can go down just by talking. Like, if I never met you, I would have never been doing any of the things with you that we're, that we do and we're doing. So, uh, but you, but you know, you just never know who you're going to meet along the way. So the biggest thing is just do it. And the other thing is with networking, and this is something that I think we all have these nerves and we let them take over us. And like, who cares? Honestly, really, who cares? And it takes like five seconds, maybe 20 seconds sometimes of insane courage to just jump out there and do something. Cause once you do it, it's nothing's really that scary after it happens. It's the jump. It's the, just right off the ledge. And then once you're off, you're like, God, why was I hanging on so long? Why was I, why was I so scared? Once you just release that then you could just, it's okay if you mess up. That's the other thing. Mess up, fail, screw up, fail big, then that's how you learn. My, the, big, the biggest lessons that I've learned in business are from the biggest mistakes, mistakes that I've made, definitely. Okay. So I want to talk about your mistakes, but I also, I want to talk about something that you said. Um, you talked about going and doing it anyway. And so many people listening in and watching, they keep get, getting ready to get ready to get ready. Mm-hmm. And they're overthinking everything, like all of the bad things that could go wrong. How 
what would be, you know, your tip around that? Because me, I just, I like have, I don't know. I guess I don't have any compassion when it comes to that because I'm just like freaking do it. Okay. But you know, okay. So I'll tell you a true story about me. When I started Sun Kitten, I was pregnant. I was living in San Diego and I kept trying to find someone who was doing it that I could talk to. How do I do this? How do I do this? And no, I couldn't really find anyone with any really good advice to tell me how to do it. Because I was you know, a very scholarly student in school and I could read anything and get a straight A and I could follow the rules, blah, 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 blah. But I didn't have a rule book. Nobody was telling me what to do. And I was like, fuck it, let's just do it. So literally I went to the courthouse. I got my business license. I just, I dove in head first. I, I did it. I didn't, I had a business plan, but it kind of went to the wind because once you start meeting people, once you start getting out there, once you start doing stuff, you kind of veer off your plan. So I just dove in head first and along the way I made my mistakes and I learned a great deal about myself. I learned a great deal about the business. I learned about what you need, what you don't need, who you need to be around, um, what you need to have within yourself. Um, you know, that's just, I mean, you just got to go for it because the only difference between you and them is that they're doing it. Mm-hmm. We all have what it takes to do it. Just do it. If you have that dream, you want to sell that, you want to make that, figure out how to do it. We have all of these resources out there between like computers and, 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 you know, books. people and books. I mean, <laughs> it's endless and just just dive in because once you get one piece of information, it's going to lead you to another piece of information, which leads you to another piece of information. And then you're on your way and then you're just deep in it and you're, then you got to figure it out. Then you're like, then you're excited about it. Cause once you hit to the part that you're, once you get over the fear and then you get into the mess, that's when it gets good. And that's when it's exciting. And then you're like, God, I love what I'm doing. I'm so fulfilled. This is so good. And that's where you want to be. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So what was your biggest mistake that you can think? I mean, I know you have a million, so do I, but what's like one that you stand out and people would be surprised? Biggest mistake in, in my business. Yeah. Um, I'm, um, I'm very trusting. I'm a very, very trusting person to a fault. And I'm one of those people that I keep, I like to keep my people. I keep my little circle tight, but I trusted the worst pattern maker ever. And she took me for a ride for like, oh, $75,000 of literally very expensive, costly mistake. Um, she was not honest. Um, she, it was, it was, it was just a bad, it was just bad. And I lost a lot of money, but I learned so much about it. And so then I learned so much about you know, production and manufacturing and pattern making. I went to school for fashion design. I knew all about this, but when you get out there in the real world and you get out there and actually do that, and you're dealing with the manufacturers and the sewers and the pattern makers, and you're in it every day, it's different. And when it's your money, it's different too. I spent a lot of money with with the wrong people and then we just had to fix it. And then I had to find the right people. So I had to knock on doors. So, oh, I love that. She knocked on doors. Everybody does it. Yeah. But remember, we talked about this situation and and you said you had a feeling that that girl was bad in the beginning. Yeah, it's funny. I had I had a feeling in the beginning because it kind of just, it, a lot of, it just, it didn't, you know when something feels right and it feels good and you're like, okay. And then, you know, when something, it just kind of feels like, I can't, I can't put my finger on it. I don't know what it is. How do you learn to trust yourself more? You're, you're going through this whole season right now where you're getting judged a lot. 
and you have to trust your decisions. Well, you, I know you are. Thank you. It's a good friend right there. Well, first of all, you surround yourself with the right kind of people. You surround yourself with people that are uplifting and that love you. If you're hanging out with people that make you feel like shit at the end of the day, then you need new friends. And that's a big deal because, you know, you become most like the five people that you hang out with. I know everyone's heard that before, but it's very, very, very true. Um, and then also when you've got no, no one else but yourself, you got yourself and you got to like, you, you got to believe in yourself and you've got to trust yourself and you just, you, you, you got to, you know, pull it, pull yourself up by the bootstraps and you just got to, you got to make it happen. Whatever it is that you got to do, you just got to get through it. How do you get rid of people, not get rid, I don't like that word, but you know, you said you, you need to, you become the sum of the five people you hang out with, but what if somebody is toxic in your life Right. and how do you, you know, separate yourself from them? Like if it's a friend, let's say. Right. You know, I'm, I'm a very positive person. And so I always try to give people the benefit of the doubt. That's also one of my downfalls. Like I said before, very trusting. Um, and so with the toxic person, you really like when you really think about it, when I th- really think about it, I listen to uh, Pastor Rick Warren every morning on Daily Hope. And it's kind of like my, my, my guiding light. It's like the angel on my shoulder. You really have to get the strength inside of you to wish them well and to free yourself from that relationship because that you having the courage and control of yourself to just walk out of it and not in a nasty way and not to wish somebody bad, to wish them actually good and pray for them that they will have whatever they need on their journey. But if they're, you know, you have to have the courage to walk away. And wishing well. Don't don't leave with the bad, with with wishing something bad on someone because you know what the universe and God it's He takes care of everyone. We don't know what anyone else's journey is about. I love it. So somebody asked, was there a moment in your journey where you had this like point? Let me see. It was she called it a self transformational moment where everything changed for you. Actually. I, I did. Um, there was a moment um, in my life. It was before I was on Housewives, actually. And uh, we just moved to Ladera. And I just kind of just didn't know where my life, where I was going. You know, um, I had, you know, I had Sun Kitten, but it was kind of on the back burner. I had two little kids that were under two years old. And I just felt so deep in momminess and like, who am I? Who is Lizzie? Who, where, where did I go? I was losing my identity, kind of just losing myself. And I'll never forget. I like, I don't want to cry thinking about it. Um, I got on my knees in my room and I prayed to God. I prayed. And within months, just good, just things came to me. And I prayed every day and like literally within a year, my life was completely different and it was, and all good things were brought to me. And, um, I had a moment like that again in the past, uh, year and within the past six months, just really wonderful things have been brought to me like Kayla. And I have a lot of other friends and other things in life that have come to me in the past six months that have been just so positive and just life-changing and transformational that, you know, it's, it's like, it kind of ignites you. It's like a fire that we all need to go where we want to go. And you know, when you feel that fire guys, and that's what makes you go, remember who you are. 
remember who the hell you are and who they're dealing with. Because we forget, we forget too often who we are and we give up our power. And you know what? We're so powerful uniquely and and individually that we can't lose that, Mm -hmm. you know? Oh my gosh. I want to go pray right now. She, Jules just, I, I know I'm praying like all the time. And I know that sounds like such a simple thing, but really when you pray, you surrender and you're trusting God that he has everything already perfectly planned out for you. And it, it's, it feels trust. good to just trust, trust and walk, you know, and keep going. She wants to know, did you ask for something specific when you were praying? The, in the past six months, um, I, I asked, I, I just said to God, I said, let, show me what you want me to do, like what direction you, and I will go, I will be your vessel. I will go, I will do what you want me to do. And I felt like I surrendered that. And it just kind of like, it's almost, it was almost like, almost like a manifestation. Like, I don't want to say with prayer manifestation, but it was, and I didn't have to like push down things to get where I am right now. Things came to me, like things happened so softly and nicely and easily. It wasn't, they weren't struggles. And I always know when I'm on the right path with what I'm doing in life, because the doors seem to just kind of like slightly push and they just open. And when I struggle and I struggle, I'm like, oh, I can't, I get this in white. Every time I fight as well, I never, it's like, I can't, I'm like trying to try, I can't I try, every, it, it just doesn't fit. Um, so I always know I'm on the right path when things just kind of, are, they go easily. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's, you know, basically, you know, yeah, I asked, you know, am I doing the right thing? Where am I? Am I in the right career path? Show me a sign, you know, so many different ways. Yeah. I love that. Okay. So Jules also said that she used to watch you on the show. What was the biggest thing you learned from being on the show? The show as in Real Housewives of OC. The biggest thing I learned uh, to get thicker skin. How do you get thicker skin? I was literally just talking about this with somebody because if you want to be successful in business, you have got to have thick skin. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that goes back to me being just too trusting. I'm the youngest of three in my family and I've, I'm actually the baby in the whole family, all of the cousins, everybody. I'm the youngest of all of them. So, you know, everybody always took care of me. I was always so trusting. I had a very, you know, happy childhood. Everything was, you know, really happy. I always think the best of everyone. I look at someone, I'm like, you know, if somebody thought they they weren't that attractive or they didn't have this, I always, I look at someone and I see the prettiest thing about them or the best thing about their personality. And I think that's probably one of my strongest traits that I have, that I really can see the good in pretty much anything. Um, and I did see the good in everything. And I, out, and I should have seen I should have been a little smarter about some of the things. And I just, you know, I, I was naive, you know, and I, what was I, 33 when I was on the show? Yeah, I just, and I had to toughen up. And the other thing is you're put on, you know, I had done you national pageants, I did Miss USA, Miss Teen USA. You might've seen me bumping around in the tabloids a little bit in my twenties. You know, I wasn't a stranger to the world, but what happened with the show is this whole thing with the internet and all of these people are ripping you apart from, you know, your, you know, people were saying my kids had problems. And so 
Uh, okay, so that was an interesting experience. You learned from it. What What do you feel like is holding most women back today? Because for me, you know, we're talking about toxic relationships, and you're, you know, you said that show wants drama. That's why I, I never watch that show because I don't. I'm not into drama. I'm like no drama, mama. Um, but what do you do um, in order to manifest that type of life? Like you do. You have amazing friends in your life. You have an amazing life, and you said you pray. You do all those things. But do you have a routine? that you could share with everybody? Like, okay, this is something that I do every single day. I know you listen to Pastor Warren. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like, what do you do to take care of your mind so that way you're like zipped up tight, not letting any junk in? Right. Well, my biggest form of therapy is workout. I'm a workout crazy person. Like I love my yoga, my Pilates, my my classes at the gym, the shred classes. I love Orange Theory. I love to work out. And if I don't work out, at least an hour a day, I'm usually not on point, not on the ball. Like I need that for myself. Mm-hmm. So it's like the spiritual and then it's the physical. And then I'm like, okay, then I can do all the other stuff. Mm-hmm. Those are the non-negotiables. What advice would you give to somebody if they had a product right now? And did she say Pilates is her church? <laughs> Pilates is life, girl. I know it is. It's amazing. Uh, you know, if somebody has a product, and they want to get it to market right now, what would be your number one tip for them besides knowing their avatar? They already know their avatar. Now, wait a minute. Well, I find out you have to make sure that there's a need for your product and um, know, you know who your market is. And Oh, that's a, good, like, that's a good point. Like, how do you know that there is a need for your product? So you're not just like blindly making stuff that people aren't going to buy. Yeah. You have to know that there's a market and then I, you do have you to survey know. people or what do you do? Like, so if somebody says, okay, I have this nipple cream that I want to sell. I'm just using that for example. Well, I, think when, I mean, I just think one of the biggest things is when you start a product, I feel like the best products start like from something that you personally need. Cause you know, if you know that you need it, then you know that there's other people that are like you that probably need it. And then there's, then you talk to more people about it. I'm like, yeah, why don't they have that? Why don't they have that? That's gets back to networking. The more you're talking to people, the more you're realizing what people need out there. And then you're going to have, you know, a product for that need. And then the other thing is it's just, it's also networking. I mean, I don't know what your product is, but for swimwear and for anything in the clothing, there's, you know, you have all the shows that you have to go to. And then it's all like, you know, the buyers are there for all of the the stores that are out there. And then there's, you know, online sales and there's promotion that you have to do and marketing that you have to do. And for swimwear, you know, we would, I would have, you know, the timeline, I'd have the whole sample collection and then I would hire the models, hire the photographer, and then we'd shoot the campaign. And then um, after that, then we'd print all the materials that we needed and we'd sign up, then we'd, you know, have big posters and everything. And then we set appointments. And if you didn't have the contacts or connections that you, that you needed, then you, you, you just pick up the phone, you call, you call, you call, you knock on doors, you know, you drive. I mean, I've driven to stores and all the way up the coast and, and just popped in their store. And guess what? The owner's not there. No, but the sales girl's there. So you leave your stuff and you say, well, I'd really like a call. Is there any way I can get her number? And they try not to give you their number. And then you keep calling and then you, then you call back and you check in. Hey, you know, I was in there last week. Is there any way that, you know, Lisa can call me back or blah, blah, blah. And so eventually it make, you know, 
This is such a good point because I, you guys, I hope you're hearing that she's shameless and she has confidence. And there's so many people listening in right now that I know that you struggle with confidence. You struggle with feeling like you're not good enough. Like, why would somebody listen to me? Why would somebody buy from me? And I, I talk about, you get confidence by getting into action. You know, you don't get confident by sitting here watching a video, but what would be your tip? How do they get, cause you're, you're just super confident. So how do they get to that level and to be able to walk in? Cause most women, they struggle with that. You know, they were like the, the little girl that was bullied right. in elementary school and they still feel super insecure from it. I think that the biggest thing to realize is most people, while you're thinking about yourself, the person is thinking about their self. They're not thinking about you. They're thinking about them and they're probably nervous. Like, oh, what am I going to say to this person? I don't know this person's going to come in here and try to sell this thing to me. And they're all nervous about it and they don't know what to say and they don't know what information they should give out. If you just, if someone said persistence, fake it till you make it. Like you just got, you go in there like you won't just, there's not, you got, I mean, nothing to lose when it comes to going in there and saying hello and making an introduction and, you know, seeing where you can go. And if it, you know, feels like a bad connection, then walk out. But honestly, like, Get, like, like I said earlier, five seconds, 20 seconds of insane courage, literally just getting the courage to get out of your car, walking in that door and saying, hi. And then you just go from there. If you can just get to that part, then you got it. Just go speak from your heart. And people appreciate that. People appreciate authenticity. Amen. All right. So do any of you guys have any questions left for Lizzie? I have one last question because we're talking about being shameless. I want to know what is the most shameless thing you've ever done to build your brand? Well, I will say when I very first started Sun Kitten Swimwear, I was 2011. Yeah, because Preston was born in 2010. Um, and I was pregnant designing the, the whole first line. And um, one of my things was, I'm going to launch this and I am going to model this. And literally I'm getting samples and I'm nine months pregnant, like waddling around. And I'm like, okay, in five months, you're going to lose all this baby weight. I gained 50 pounds my first pregnancy. I said, I'm gonna, you're going to lose all this baby weight and you're going to model a bikini. <laughs> and I did. And then I never, I didn't model again. Then I hired the models because then you get somewhere and you're like, you know, it's all about, you want to hire your models. I mean, it's nice to, to be the face of the product for a little bit. I mean, I don't know. I recommend hiring models, but for me, it was a personal goal and it was shameless. Yeah. Cause I was like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to wear this bikini. I'm going to sell it. And this is what I'm going to do. How do you know it's a bad connection? You know? So if, if you walk into a place and you're trying to sell to them, how do you know it's a bad connection? Well, there's the obvious. Some people are just really rude and just not inviting. And you're like, I wouldn't want to do business with you anyway, because you suck and you're not nice at all. Yeah. And so, and you guys don't want to do business with people who are not nice because it's not even worth your time because you got to do stuff. Even if they stuff, are successful. Even if they are successful, because miserable people will make you miserable. They'll, they'll pull you down to their level. And what do they beat you with experience? Is that the line? But, and then there's another one that's like, you can't tell that it's a bad connection, but it keeps stuff just keeps happening and it doesn't feel right over and over again. It doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel right. And you're like, I can't put my finger on it, but something is just not working. Like, and I don't know what it is. And then you kind of, you know, and then you see how work is panning out. Like if you do have a business deal with them and things just aren't running smoothly over and over and over again, then you just, then you know. 
And then I think it's time to, you know, have a little break up. All right. So I think that's great advice. And I am so just thankful that you came to be on the podcast. This is our second time recording. This one's going to be better than the last one though. I believe it. Is there anything you want to say out there to the mommy millionaires? Um, Again, these are people that they have a good idea and they know what they need to be doing, but they're, they really just care about what people think and it paralyzes them. You know what? Absolutely. Just have the courage to get out there and do what you want to do. And please, if somebody says something negative, it happens to me too. And it hurts. And it, I'll get upset about it. And I'm like, and then I check myself and go, why are you getting upset? Who is this person? There's 5 billion people in the universe. Like, why is this one person hiding behind their computer with a fake account gonna upset you? Like, you just cannot let that stuff pull you down because the haters are jealous. They're angry. They don't want you to succeed. They're only causing you to slow down. Don't slow your roll. You know where you wanna go. You go. You have the courage and the, remember the only difference between what they're doing with like a successful person who's, you know, selling that product line, making that skincare line, whatever it is, the only difference between who's doing it and not doing it is that they're doing it. That means you can do it. Yep. So do it. Don't be scared of anybody. Amen. All right, you guys, thank you so much for listening to this uh, special episode on the Mommy Millionaire Show. And I wanted to remind all of you guys that the Marketing Mastery is open for one more day. So if you have not joined us, make sure to go to mommymillionaire.co, check out the Marketing Mastery. It's six months of mentorship from me all around marketing and coming up with your content. It'll be absolutely amazing for your life and your business. So check it out. Thank you for listening to the Mommy Millionaire Podcast. For free resources and materials, head over to mommymillionaire.co. Make sure to follow Mommy Millionaire on Spotify and subscribe on iTunes. And it would mean the world to me if you left a five-star review of the show. And as always, ladies, go out there and get what you want.